What's up, guys? It's me, Lori, aka Loretta Chow, the sex reporter and co-host of the Insatiable Podcast with Smiley. So I was just uh, calling in or having a little exchange with Momac on his station about something. It just came up in response to something he said about, uh, you know, comments people make about Asians, like, oh, all Asians look alike and stuff like that. And it just reminds me of a very common experience I have as an Asian woman just dealing with guys who... They, they, the things that they say, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's nothing different than just growing up in this country in general, right? When you are, you are a minority, um, you tend to, you know, be treated a certain way. You tend to be stereotyped based on the way you look and stuff like that. And that is exaggerated in the dating scene when guys try to approach you and they're, they think they're complimenting you by saying things like they love Asian women or they love Asian culture. And, um, it's, it's, not okay to say shit like that because um here's the thing a lot of people don't get this i've like done a video on this and i got some backlash uh you know just from guys who are like upset and bitter that anybody would dare criticize their compliments on, on a woman but what i try to explain to people is that when you say hey i love asian women you're basically saying like i don't know who you are but based on the way you look i assume i'm going to love you because i already think i know something about you you're not you're not treating that person as a person you're treating that person as a, a caricature of a person. And that's that's insulting. It's offensive. And, you know, I, I know that that's not the intention. Um, and I know that there's 100,000 excuses for why a guy would want to say something like that. But um, it's just I like to inform I, I take it upon myself to inform them that that's not OK. And like some of my friends think I'm crazy because who takes that much time to like educate random people on dating sites or whatever? I mean, I, I just always have. I can't help myself but say, listen, I'm you like basically this guy's already killed his chances with me and I don't need to speak to him at all but I feel like if I just put some like good energy out in the world and just like let him know calmly like hey listen that line doesn't really work with us it's kind of offensive like you probably shouldn't say shit like that um maybe you know one by one if like you know if I talk to say that to 10 guys maybe one of them will take it to heart and be like maybe I shouldn't say that to the next Asian girl and I could make the world a better place I don't know so I do speak up and the funny thing is the reaction is, like I said, never good. Most guys, um, if not all guys, get very defensive. Um, they get angry and they're like, well, obviously I didn't mean it that way. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Um, and I've, and yes, obviously you wanted to, you're you trying to get with me. So obviously you're not trying to insult me, but you obviously also you are completely disregarding something i just told you about the way i feel so not only did you dehumanize me by stereotyping me along with every other asian person but you're i'm telling you something about myself and i'm expressing an opinion to you and starting a conversation with you and your response is to shut it down because it doesn't match your worldview and that just that tells that just tells you everything you need to know about a person at that point right so what i'm curious about is if you guys have had experiences with you know stereotypes whether you were the one with the stereotypes or you were being stereotyped and dating and i think there's another issue here too which is like some people really cannot take any type of rejection and any type of criticism like you are not entitled to a person's good graces just because you showed interest in them nobody owes you anything for that and i think a lot of people don't get that this goes for both men and women, but you know, as a woman, I just happen to experience it more from from my as a straight woman. I tend to experience it more from guys, but um, I would love to hear from you guys about both of these subjects. 
Lori, I wanted to call in about your, you know, dating while Asian segment. Uh, I'm not Asian, but I am confusing looking, right? I mean, nobody sees me, but I am confusing looking. In my lifetime, I've had the rap of having a, of being a bad Hispanic, of being, you know, uh, like, and, and like not even being a bad Hispanic. It's like a Hispanic that refuses to speak Spanish, right? Like that's just like what I do, and uh, I've gotten a rap as being a, you know, a bad Brazilian. Like, why, why don't, why don't you speak Portuguese, man? I don't know, man, because I don't speak very much Portuguese. Uh, and I've also had people like not talk to me because they have no idea what language I speak to look at me. So let's bring this back to dating, because I think there's this part of dating where somebody says, hey, I'm like, I'm desperate to know something about you, or I think I know something about you, and I desperately want to tell you. Um, and that that's, you know, it's such, you know, it's, it's vulnerable, and that's why I feel like a lot of people have a hard time catching feedback at that vulnerable, you know, point. And, you know, I, I'm soft, so I try to be pretty sympathetic. And I, I try to let somebody down easy with this, and usually this is what I say. Let me know what people get wrong about you all the time. Because, you know, like, that, that tells me something about yourself. This, let me know something people get wrong about you, because, and then we can come back into me, and, we, and I'll say, hey, that, that's something people get wrong about me all the time. They think, you know, they think that, hey, I'm, I'm just, I am this group, and that's not, that's not the gateway to get to me. It's part of who I am, but that's, that's not everything. Uh, and that, you know, people are really open to talking about themselves sometimes, at least for me. They're just like, hey, you know, let me know something people get wrong about you. Um, because you got something wrong about me, I'm not going to tell you that right up front, and we'll come back to me. Uh, that's all I got to say about that, but you do the thing. Thanks for sharing that. I feel like that's such a nice diplomatic way of putting it, like what's something people always get wrong about you. Um, it's a perfect, like short, concise way to trigger empathy in a person, right? I never even thought of that. Um, and I feel like more people should probably ask that question. I think a good goal for people to strive for is just stop making assumptions about everyone all the time. Um, I mean, of course, we're, we're going to make some judgments and we have our own opinions that we formulate and stuff. But, you know, I, I get this thing where sometimes people come to me and they'll have like an accent when they speak English. And um, I'll ask them like uh, at some point they'll ask me where I'm from. Usually they ask first because I'm Asian and that elicits the where you're from question everywhere. And I'll tell them I'm from New York and they'll be like, oh, but, you know, basically what they're trying to get at is what my ethnicity is. And then I'll turn it around and be like, oh, well, where are you from? And then they'll look at me like I have two heads, like, isn't it obvious that I'm this like British or Australian or something? I don't know. I'm just making it up. But you know what I mean? Like they'll they'll just act like. Um, I'm supposed to make an assumption about them. And I'm just like, no, I'm, I don't think I'm stupid for not assuming that you are probably British because your accent sounds British or anything else about you. Because as a minority, I, I live in a reality where people make wrong assumptions about me every single day. And it's stupid to like have to go through life wasting time um, enforcing assumptions about things and then having to unlearn those assumptions or correct those assumptions just go in with a blank slate and be like who are you really just just let the person speak for themselves you know it's it's just respect and that's what's cool lori is that you are able to share your perspective on this kind of ill-conceived thought that you know uh 
telling a woman who's Asian that, hey, I like Asians now. It's like, yeah, okay. And it would be weird if a white girl said, yeah, I like black guys. You know what I would automatically think if I heard that? Like, oh, she's down to fuck. That's what, that's what I would automatically assume. <laughs> that, that don't mean she want to go to the, to the park holding hands. <laughs> I have had that happen, though. Plenty of girls like, yeah, I'm into black guys. So, you know. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, that was my younger days, though. I don't really get that that much now. Yeah. Especially when I wear shirts that say I love nappy-headed hoes. Yeah, I alienate uh, white girls more than anything, but I still love them. I think the male and the female perspective tends to be different in this. Um, And partially that's because of the dynamics of dating. Like if a guy approaches me, then the assumption is that he's like down for it, I guess. It's because it's the way society built up. And when a woman approaches a man, that's not always assumed. Because there's all these other factors, like she doesn't want to come off as being too easy, and maybe she's not interested, maybe she is, maybe she's playing hard to get. And we've built up this culture around, uh, you know, not being sure about where the woman stands. But if she says, I love black guys, then obviously you know where she does. Uh, So I think that from the male perspective and the female perspective, men kind of, they're looking for any signal, and there's no clearer signal than a person saying, like, I like men of your race, therefore I shall fuck you just because you're black. Um, but I personally just really, when it really boils down to it, if what you're trying to get at is not just at sleeping with the girl, it's insulting. And I personally, just, just because of my own beliefs, I'm not, you, you know, I don't need the dick like that. You know what I'm saying? If you insult me, I, I can pass on it. So I... I think that a lot of men probably would disagree with me because they're like, well, what's the harm in just at least hitting it once? And that's what a lot of my friends have expressed to me. They're like, it's not like I'm trying to marry the girl. So who cares if she's a racist, um, which is which is uh, probably as truthful as it gets. And I don't hate them for it. But if it's something important to you, I just feel like if you really just boil down those kinds of comments, they're 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 not they're not they're not cool. One of the most disturbing things that a friend of mine has said to me is that he has to work really hard to come off as the non-intimidating black guy or the nice black guy when he's dating non-black women. And when he first told me that, I was like, why? Why would you even want to talk to somebody that you had to change your demeanor for in order to convince them that you're not threatening? Why would you ever want to even date a person like that? But he said that, that was his reality because he's really tall. He's six nine, And so he has a certain effect on the environment around him. And if he's going to dis, you know, basically be disarming or charming at all, he's got to take measures to make people comfortable around him. And his reality is that he makes people uncomfortable because of racism and because of stereotypes. So, I mean, I, I, I kind of get both perspectives. On one hand, I really, as his friend, want to tell him, like, just want to grab him and shake him and be like, don't talk to those women. If they run scared from you, fuck them. You don't need them. That's not the kind of woman you want to be with anyway. But on the flip side, I totally understand his perspective. That's his reality. And that's how he's got to mold himself to his reality. And that's how he's going to be successful in life is because he understands his impact on people. So... I can't even describe how angry I was when I heard that from him, not at him, but on his behalf, just as his friend. Like, I hate that he has to go through that, but I also can understand that he doesn't want to live his every day 
being in a constant state of rage. So the only way to do it is to accept it and sort of learn how to deal with it. That said, if I was in his shoes, I would probably be that person who was in a constant state of rage. So there's a whole other dimension to this, which is a product of us being a racist society. But I get a lot of notes from men that are always asking me, they open with, have you ever been with this type of guy? And it's usually other minorities. So it's like, have you ever been with a Dominican guy? Or have you ever been with a black guy? I get it from Asians too. And I know that to a certain extent, it's because they know that racism exists. And so checking in, see if a person's open to it, like that is just basically the most efficient way to get at reality, right? But there's also this other aspect to it sometimes of like, they want to know if they would be my first, which is like, almost like racist in both directions and i'm just like this is too like this is just not my cup of tea but i think it's just just this interesting uh thing that comes up that shows different perspectives as well i mean one time this asian guy even looked at my photos and saw that i had taken a picture with a black guy and felt the need to ask me if i only dated black men and i was like first of all you you saw one photo of me how do you how do you even like, why would you even assume that I was dating that person? It was just such a weird question. And I was like, and what are you trying to say? Do you, would you have a problem with it if I had dated him? Or would you have a problem with it if I dated other black guys? Or are you saying you're worried that I wouldn't date Asian guys? Like, I don't even understand the question. Um, and that kind of stuff makes me angry, too, to be honest. Hey, how's it going, Lori? You discussed some very interesting topics. I like that. Um, first thing I want to say is this. I, uh, where can I begin? I've always stopped that whole, hey, you ever slept with a black guy? Hey, have, you ever, have you ever smashed an Asian guy? I've always thought that pickup line was kind of corny. I think probably in like that phase between the 1970s and 80s when all the races in California, all of us, all of our grandparents moved from down south to overseas and all of us started fucking and we all started meeting in the clubs. That probably was a useful pickup line. But now, you know, we all have mixed kids and shit like that. At this point, I think it's kind of stupid. That's the first thing. Second thing is, with the male, it's so, I don't know, it's so much that you said I wanted to respond to, but it's too much in one calling. So um, that's just my thing about the whole you trying to use your race as a pickup line. I've always felt that was kind of coy. That's my first calling. Now, as far as the situation where how male and, males and females talk to girls, there is a double standard where if a female actively kind of chases after a guy, you can kind of see her as people see her as being a slut or being trying too hard or being, you know, coming off as sluttish versus men are expected to chase women. But we do live in a day and age where sometimes, sometimes the pursuit or courting, the pursuit of a woman's affection or courting her, we do live in a day and time where that can be perceived as sexual harassment. And sometimes it is, you know, I've always said you should be trying to talk to girls while they're at the bus stop. You shouldn't be trying to, t to talk to girls while they're while they're swiping groceries past, while they're working as a cashier, clerk, and safely. She ain't right unless she's showing you attention. That's the first thing. And you know, and, and it's a biased thing because I just got on my little cousin. She's a beautiful girl, beautiful girl, five seven, green eyes. That Aubrey, she has like she's like she looks like a female version of of like a lighter Terrence Howard. But I t I got on her because she was driving to meet this dude. She's sixteen. I was like, you don't drive to meet some nigga. Thank you. You're a new listener. So thank you for calling in. Um, I think corny is the perfect word for this, actually. And I was it's funny because I was just explaining to somebody for whom English is not his first language what the word corny meant. And it was so difficult because there's no good substitute for the word corny. Like something that's corny is just corny. So, yeah, pick up lines that include, you know, race. 
I love Asian women, stuff like that. It is mad corny. It doesn't work. So sometimes when I when I try to educate these guys about it, I'm not even emphasizing the fact that I'm offended. I'm like, look, it's not about me. The next person you approach, I'm just trying to say this is not an effective way to get with a woman. So you might want to think of upping your game a little bit. As for the double standard, now this is something that comes up in my profession all the time. Um, whenever I talk about sex, we talk about, oh, but this is a double standard. This is what we have to live by. And I don't, I don't believe that to be the case. I mean, I think we have a chance as a generation to change that double standard and to stop devaluing women because of their sexuality. And we should prepare them and teach them that they'll, when they go out in the world, they will be judged by the number of men they sleep with, whether... It, if they'll be judged if they don't like men, they'll be judged if they are too aggressive with men. And what I would hope if I had a daughter, I don't, is that she would have a really strong sense of self and a sense of confidence so that she wouldn't feel belittled by a guy who would turn her away because she was just being proactive or being an independent woman, or even if she was just more sexual than he expected her to be. I don't think I would ever want my kids to value themselves or evaluate themselves based on their own chastity. I think they're worth more than that. Sex is sex. I mean, regardless of how you feel about how you know, women should behave or how people, whether people should save each other before marriage and all these other factors that go into sex education, regardless of how you feel, you never want a person to feel like they're worth less or that they're less of a person because of something that they did in their sex life. And I, and I don't think that any of us would wish that on a person that we love. All right, it's Purse, and I want to call in on the topic that you and Dwan were talking about, Lori and Dwan, about um, just race and dating. And as a black woman, um, especially black girls, get the the message that, you know, they are the least desirable. We are the least desirable in our characteristics and our race than any other woman, if desirable at all, because of, you know, hair texture, hair growth, features, big lips, flat noses, um our proportion body fats like butts and boobs it's you're not good enough for anything because either you're too masculine or your nose is too flat or your lips are too big or your hair doesn't grow long enough or your bust in your butt is large enough for you to be worth sex but not worth a loving relationship this is going to be multiple call-ins but um so i have heard both directly and indirectly um a lot of people say men even black men but men in general say you know i don't date Yeah, so I've been told, you know, the message, I don't date black women, which on the other hand has people sometimes saying, kind of like Juan, like, you know, I date black girls, which is also racist in itself because that's, that to me, if someone's going to look at me and acknowledge, like, I date black girls, so like, feel good that I'm giving you time and attention, it, it says to me that they acknowledge and know the fact that there's that stereotype or prejudice there against black women either because of their our you know stereotype sexuality or you know the trope of the angry black women either we're angry or we're gonna have a whole bunch of kids by different fathers following us or we're not it's like that person is acknowledging like yes those stereotypes and prejudices and assumptions exist but i am willing to be the good knight and give you time of day anyway because you always get these messages that you're not worth more than just being a baby mill and living in poverty and blah 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 blah. hey purse what's up i'm liking your call-ins um so i'm curious what your perspective is on someone saying that they date black women but 
Um, and the difference between that and a black man saying that he digs black love and he wants a black woman because he believes in building up the identity. Because I've always just been under the impression that there's a huge difference. I mean, I, I mean, I think it makes a huge difference when someone outside of your own race says something like that, like, oh, I like Asian women. Then when an Asian guy says it to me and he says, no, I mean, I actually prefer to date Asian women because I'm an Asian man. So I take that totally differently. And I'm actually okay with Asian guys saying that. Um, you know, I, it might, if they only hang out with Asian people, that's a whole other story. But when an Asian guy tells me that he would rather date within his own race, I don't think it's a fetish thing. I think it's like, well, I would like to date a person who understands my racial experience and who I don't have to explain that kind of stuff to. And I get that to a certain extent. I just feel that with all minorities. I don't feel that only with Asian people in America. I don't like to talk a lot about my personal life and people I've dated and stuff, but somebody that I was in a relationship with was biracial and identified as a black man. And he believed very much in black love, but somehow we ended up together. And we talked about it a few times, um, you know, just basically because I, I understood his, I guess, his identity and his um, political beliefs. And I asked him if it was like a problem for him that he was dating outside of his race. And I asked him if that would be like a long-term problem. And I think early on when I knew him before we were in a relationship, he said, yeah, it probably would be, or he suggested that it would be. And then later on when we were actually together, he was like, no, this is just, you know, how we ended up and it's fine. But um, that's why I, I think it's a, I think it's like, you, you know, I, I'd be interested to hear what you think. Um, I, I'm sure opinions are all over the place on this, but I'd be interested in your perspective. So just as much as like if someone looks me straight straight in the eye and I've had this happen before someone looks me straight in the eye and they're like you know I'm here for every girl I like every girl I like especially when they say quote unquote exotic exotic types I like every girl but I don't date black girls I'm just like fuck you cuz like that's that's not necessary you know what I mean like if we are friends and you're like I don't date you for whatever reason that's one thing but if you're going to look at me straight in the face and say I don't date black girls then that is you especially if we're friends especially if we've or not just necessarily friends but if you talk to me you know about me you know about my life and it's like you're gonna say like oh i think you're a cool person i think you're a great individual i would date you except you're black either you're racist or even if you're not like kkk racist you are putting those stereotypes those assumptions those prejudices over me as an individual and here's here's my thing. Well, a couple of things. And then it goes the other way where it's like, oh, I I would be with you. And also because I date black girls, because then it's like, are you fetishizing me also? Are, are you taking these assumptions? And instead of liking me as an individual, you like me as a black individual because you like those assumptions. Um, a or B, is it because those assumptions lead you to believe that I don't get a lot of offers and that I have poor self-esteem and that it's easy for you to take advantage of that so that you can get what you want? Or C, are you either, are you trying to like check something off your list, like going through all the races, you know? So either if you look at me point blank and you say like, I don't date black girls, that's, that's a problem. Or if you say I only date black or like black girls are my thing. Like also like I'm a person, you know, I'm not like a trending shirt at forever 21 where there's like 50 versions of me like i am an individual so i would enjoy if you liked me as a purse you know and i have literally said this the almost these exact words to people who say that kind of stuff to me like are you just checking a box 
I actually said, I don't want to be like a dish that you try or an experiment or something like that. So no, thank you. You can take that elsewhere and like live out your Asian porn fetish dreams with somebody else. So yeah, I totally agree. This also kind of goes to what I was saying to Dewan earlier when, you know, he was saying that sometimes women will be like, oh, well, I, I date black men. I like black men. And I, I mean, I personally sort of take that as a racist fetish and I would not be able to bring myself to sleep with those people. But, and this is where I, I, I noticed that men and women differ a lot because like the opinion that you and I share, I feel like a lot of women feel this way, but men, they might take note like, oh, this girl might be a little weird. Like maybe she sort of like fantasizes and wishes that I was like a rapper or basketball player or some other stereotypical thing. Um, and they're okay with that because they're getting it. And I mean, I don't know if that turns into a lasting relationship. I believe that in many cases it actually does because I've seen it happen. But that is also the difference in the way men and women perceive the same problem. Like for me, it's a deal breaker. If you're dating me because you have some weird fantasy about like Asian um, submissiveness or like dragon ladies or something like that, I, I, yeah, I'm not here for that. So um, it's kind of like, would you smash a racist? I guess that's the question. And here's my thing too. Because someone could listen to this and say, Purse, you're a biggest hypocrite. Because I am here for people who wouldn't want to date another person because of their race. Now, I don't say like I'm here as in like I'd encourage them or I applaud them. But I do support them in just the sense of they're allowed to do whatever they want. Because there are some people who say like, you're racist if you won't date an Asian person. You know, that might come from racism. But I'm very much someone who thinks like... If you're going to be intimate with someone to the point where your genitals, like your body's inside of their body or their body's inside of your body, regardless of whether it's race, height, weight, they're missing a tooth, I don't care. You have a right to choose that you don't want that person around you. So if you're going to say like, well, I don't want to date you because you're black, I'm. it's how you present it. And obviously, if your reasoning is racist, I'm going to say you're racist. But I'm also not going to tell you that you should date a black person despite being racist because a that's not fair to you that's not what you want to do and b you're bringing someone else into that mess which also isn't fair yes this is such a good point to make and actually it came up the other day not related to race and uh fetishes and stuff like that but i don't know if people saw there was this new story about a porn star who committed suicide after she decided not to do a shoot with another actor who she found out had done gay porn so I did a video about this. That's why I'm sort of familiar with the story. But she was in this whole Twitter controversy where other, you know, basically she came on Twitter and said, you know, the company didn't disclose that he had a history doing gay porn. I decided I didn't want to do it for health reasons. She didn't accuse him of anything or like having an STI or anything like that. She just said she didn't want to do it. And she feels like the studio should have disclosed it to her. And some people took that as being homophobic, which I think is a valid um, thing to point out, except that they sort of bullied her and some people were like super mean and they told her to kill herself and stuff like that and she ended up killing herself so it was really really tragic and the 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 thing is like it went back and forth and people are debating like whether there are different standards for STI testing on different types of porn shoes and stuff like that but it ultimately boiled down to it doesn't matter if she was right or wrong or if she was homophobic of course nobody wants to support homophobia but she had a right to consent or not right? It was her body and it was her decision. And I think that that's the same thing. Like you were saying, even if somebody's racist, you can call them out on their racism. That's fine. But you can't ultimately force everyone to have sex with everyone because it's all supposed to be equal opportunity. Like my pussy is not equal opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I decide who I bring into my bedroom. So that's a very, very important point to make. Thank you for doing that. 
I think a lot of times we look at sex culture and we point to different reasons why there's something wrong with it. Like, oh, why is this person doing this or that and not dating this kind of person? Or why does this person have a phobia of that kind of person? And we're looking at the wrong thing because sex tends to be that dirty thing, that salacious thing that everybody wants to blame for all their problems. But is the problem that the person's having sex or not having sex? Or is it the problem something else entirely? Usually it's something else entirely. Like in the like in August Ames case, it was whether or not she was homophobic, but that had nothing to do with her sex at the end of the day. And she argued when she was alive that she wasn't homophobic because she likes women. Um, but, you know, that's like a whole other thing that sort of gets people talking in circles and stuff. That's not the point. Um, what I'm saying is, you know, sex often takes features or mirrors things that happen in broader society and if we have a problem with something that we see in sex it's probably because it started somewhere else and we need to fix it there